The Golden State Warriors preseason is about to wrap. They play the Denver Nuggets tonight at Chase Center, and then the regular season is here. Kylan Mills joins me. We're going to break down what that encompasses. It's the full lineup. Clay Thompson's back. Uh, this power forward they have named Draymond Green is playing, um, who's been in the news for some reason. I don't know what's going on there, but we'll break all that down next. As usual, this is Locked on Warriors. You are Locked on Warriors. Your daily Golden State Warriors podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts and YouTube. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. You can follow Kylan Mills, who joins the show every Monday and Friday on Twitter and Instagram at Kylan Mills. You can follow me, Cyrus Sotsis, on Twitter at Dog Surf Roadshow. Kylan, uh, I, I obviously follow you on Twitter, and I actually do oh, read do? everything you post you seem to have an opinion on the dream on green uh the whole this whole fiasco um now we talked last on monday four days have, have passed uh i personally actually did not like the press conference yesterday a lot i i felt like he, he could have been a little more contrite um he could have been a little more apologetic instead it was like business as usual um we'll play some sound bites from that but your thoughts uh in the four days since we last had you on the show in terms of Dream on green and everything that's going on. Yeah, um, I definitely was surprised that the Warriors ultimately decided not to suspend Draymond Green. I felt like that was an appropriate punishment for um, what he did. And I was not, and I'm not someone who is advocating, like, kick him off the team, trade him immediately. Like, I do believe in second chances, but I also just thought that the punishment needed to be at least a couple of games uh, suspension, especially given that for, you know, the verbal altercation that he got in with KD, he was suspended a game. Other teams, if you look around the league, when there is a punch situation, even in practice, typically teams do suspend those players um, for a certain number of games. So I thought that was what should have been appropriate. And that really should have um, set the tone for what the Warriors are going to allow moving forward. Because as I mentioned on Monday, I just think it's, you know, it's you got to be careful about towing that line of setting a precedent. So now what if someone punches a teammate now later down on the season? Mm-hmm. What happens? What's the response? There's, you know, a precedent has been set that you're not going to be suspended um, for any regular season games. So I don't know. I just think it's you have to be really careful about towing that line. So I was a little bit surprised to see that given the outcry of, of you know, backlash. I think a lot of fans were really, you know, touched and hurt by what they saw in that video from what I've read in all the reports, other players, teammates, I mean, everyone definitely had, you know, felt like this was a breach of trust and, and it was tough to watch that video. So I was a little bit surprised. Um, however, um, you know, if Jordan Poole's on board with this, and this is something that he signed off on, approved of, wants to happen is to have Draymond return and to play tonight, then who are we to say otherwise, or that they should have made a different decision? Um, so I think that's a huge part of it is, is just the fact that if Jordan Poole is signing off on this and is saying that he's good with it, I mean, then I guess the team decided that's the right thing to do. Um, yeah. I think that a lot of credit should go to Jordan Poole for showing a lot of maturity. Um, obviously, him and Draymond must have had some good 
conversations as was reported over the last couple of days. Um, but still for him to be okay with Draymond returning to the team and yesterday and then playing in this preseason game without any kind of suspension, I think that shows that he's a really selfless player and, and is an excellent teammate. And yes. um, it shows a lot of maturity from Jordan Poole. So those are my couple of thoughts. Um, like I said, I, I, I just, I think that a suspension would have been more appropriate. I understand if Jordan Poole's okay with it. And he's signing off on this um, being the retribution for Draymond Green, the, the organization wanting to move forward. And honestly, I'm a little bit surprised that Jordan Poole was able to move on this quickly or, or signed off on having Draymond return this quickly. And I think it speaks a lot to his character. Mm-hmm. Um, in regards to yesterday's press conference, um, I do – I wish there would have been a little bit more of a remorseful tone from Same. Draymond Green. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like – I don't know. I wasn't really sure just based on the way that he spoke and the way that he carried himself, how much he actually understood the impact of his actions and and the breach of trust. I know I didn't specifically see this part of it, Cyrus, and I would love for you to provide some clarity, but I know I saw 95-7 The Game tweeted out that um, when Draymond was asked about rebuilding trust, that he responded and said, when I hear the word trust, I'm not sure what's the most fitting that's the most fitting word of what people are trying to say. What does that truly mean? Referring to trust. I don't quite know. And that was part of his quote in response. And it's like, really, you don't quite know. And you're, I just, I don't know that rubbed me the wrong way, but do you know like any additional context to what he said in regards to trust? Yeah, I actually have that sound clip uh, and video clip queued up right now. I'm going to play it. Um, Let's do it. I, th- I think that, I think uh, before I play that, the, the, the wording and, why Draymond was saying that I'm with you. I I wish he would have been more contrite again in that press conference yesterday. He was a little terse, he was a little combative. Um, when I, I would prefer to see him just honestly looking bad and and admitting that. I, I feel like there's a little lack of self-awareness there in terms of just how yeah um heinous his action was. Uh, I do want to add this. I really do think the Warriors would have suspended him if not for Ring Night. The ring night thing just really is what complicated this thing much more than it probably should have been. If it was not ring night next Tuesday, I'm very confident. And I think I saw some report out there that echoed similar sentiments that he would have been suspended. I, I, don't, I I'm positive of that, but ring night and how much he's meant to this dynasty, it just really threw a wrench in everything. Uh, so, um, but here's the clip of Draymond uh, where he brings up trust um, and I think a lot of this was in relation to Kevon Looney's quote. The past couple, before you even took some time away, you said this, and Steve has kind of touched on this over the past couple of days. It's going to take time to kind of build trust back. Where do you feel the trust level is with yourself from your teammates? And and I mean, what do you feel that you need to do to build that back? Yeah, I, I, I don't. Um, When everyone says like build trust as a team, I don't really quite understand that. Uh, you know, what's trust? Is it trust that you're going to make the right play? I think I always make the right play. I mean, to the best of my ability, I don't always make the right play, but to the best of my ability. So, um, is it that? Is it like, what is that? I'm going to interrupt you real quick just to answer that for Dream on Green. Um, how about trust in you not cold cocking your teammates if you get pissed off right i mean right I, I, yeah 
Trust that you're going to keep your emotions in check. Trust that you're not going to turn on a teammate um, in moments when you do get frustrated in practice or you maybe do get emotional in practice. Trust that you're going to have their back no matter what. And turning yeah. in and punching someone who doesn't have their hands up isn't having Jordan Poole's back no matter what. Um, and that's something that has to be strong within a championship organization. The players have to trust the players around them are not going to do what Draymond Green did and, and not going to ultimately turn on a teammate because that's what he did. Like I said, Cyrus, what if Jordan Poole had broken his jaw? What if yeah, he was yeah. hurt? What if he missed the beginning of the season because of this? You yeah, know, I was, it could have had detrimental effects on the team's ability to compete. You're right. I, this press conference turned me off tremendously, in all honesty. Let, let's hear the rest of it real quick. I just I just had to jump in there real quick because yeah. how it's like, are you that dense that you don't realize what the trust issue is? But I, I digress. Let's let's hear the rest. That I think, you know, what we do have to do is um make sure we're together, you know, make sure we're doing the necessary things that it takes to win a championship, make sure we got each other's back. Uh, but I think of so many different things when I hear the word trust that I'm not always certain that that is the most fitting word for what people are trying to say. I think it always sounds good and everyone kind of has this idea of what that means, but yet, you know, what does that truly mean? Um, I don't quite know. Do you have a word in this instance that you think? I think it's making sure our team camaraderie is right. You know, um, you know, I think that's always important. Like you can tell when a team, when you're playing against a team and they have bad camaraderie, you can tell right away. I know I can. Uh, I, I kind of feel for that. Uh, you know, you're looking to see if they got good camaraderie because if not, they can be broken easy. And so, I think for for me uh, as a, as a leader on this team, like you just got to make sure you have good camaraderie. If you have that, you can uh, you can almost build through anything uh, if you got good camaraderie amongst, amongst your guys. Yeah, and I agree. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, Kylan? Or, or actually, save those thoughts real quick. I got to give some love to Bet Online real quick. Um, that's called a tease, folks. That means you're gonna wait to to listen to the ad, and then you're gonna hear Kylan's thoughts after that. Uh, so betonline.net, they're your number one source for football betting information this season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. In fact, I'm going to go to betonline.net right now to find out for you special group of degenerates out there that love to bet on preseason basketball. You can do it. It's psychotic. You can do it. Um, and Oh my goodness! I can't even find that. That's how I, th I think even Bet Online thinks the folks uh, who bet on preseason games are degenerates. I <laughs> I, can't, I can't find it. Uh, whatever. So I, I'm gonna guess it's I don't know what it's gonna be. Who cares? Uh, as always, Bet Online remains your continued source for all your sport wagering information. They've got live betting. They've got all the information you need. I, and now I'm going crazy. I want to find what the line is for this Warriors game. So I guess I have to actually Google search it. See, bet online, that's how responsible they are. They actually don't want you betting on preseason games, even though you can if you go to their main website. Uh, so they're playing the Nuggets tonight. Uh, let's see what the line is. Kylan, what is your guess on what the line is for tonight's preseason game? I found it. Oh, interesting. Um, hmm. Definitely Warriors. I'm going to say Warriors getting six and a half. Close, yeah. It's actually eight and a half. Okay. Um, yeah, so there you go. And again, you can bet on that with Bet Online. 
It's just betonline.net wants you to bet responsibly, folks. So let's wait till Tuesday. Uh, but again, if you just are jonesing to bet on the Warriors, it's minus eight and a half. Head to betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online, it's where the game starts. You are locked on Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. Go check out the Ultimate Pro Basketball Preview 2022. It's a six-episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NBA season. The local team experts and the NBA insiders of the Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey, they're all combining into one Ultimate NBA Preview. Search for Ultimate Pro NBA Preview 2022 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow Kylan Mills on Twitter and Instagram, at Kylan Mills. Your thoughts on Draymond Green uh, talking about trust and camaraderie. Yeah, um, it's disappointing to hear him have that response, Cyrus. I mean, Draymond Green is an incredibly smart person. For him to say, I don't really understand what trust means or what exactly um, the definition is in this instance, I just find that hard to believe. And it's actually funny because I just had a curiosity while that clip was playing. I wanted to look up the definition of camaraderie because I'm like, isn't trust an integral part of camaraderie? Sure enough, according to Oxford and a number of other dictionaries, it's a mutual trust and friendship among people who spend a lot of time together. That's one definition, a spirit of trust and goodwill among people closely associated in an activity or endeavor. So, I mean, trust is at the basis of camaraderie. So I just think it's really funny to me that, you know, he says, oh, well, trust isn't the right word. I don't really understand what that means. You know, what what is what exactly are people looking for when they say that trust needs to be earned back in the situation? And then when he's asked about, well, what word do you feel is more appropriate? He brings up camaraderie and literally like the two elements of camaraderie, according to most definitions, are trust and friendship. And those two things go hand in hand. Um, so for him to say that he doesn't understand to me shows kind of like you said earlier, just a lack of self-awareness and a lack of understanding of exactly, you know, how serious um, his actions were and how potentially detrimental to the team that they were. And that's concerning to me because in order for an individual to change, there first has to be that sense of self-awareness and the recognition yes. of um, the gravity of your actions and what you did wrong to put you in the situation in order to be able to truly change and move forward. First, you have to be able to recognize that. Mm -hmm. um, to me, this press conference dripped with, lack of self-awareness. Um, and I think that's a big concern moving forward because like I just said, you, you have to be first self-aware of the actions that got you to that point in order to figure out how to change and how to move forward and how to facilitate that process. Um, and he does need to earn back the trust of his teammates, whether he understands what that means or not. And like we were just kind of saying, when you, um, stop the clip is they need to be able to trust that Draymond is going to do what's in the best interest of the team, that he's going to be able to keep his emotions in check, that he's not going to do something like that again. Like it's not about whether or not they trust him to make the right plays on the basketball court, because mm -hmm. Draymond's talking about camaraderie. It's just as important that they trust his reliability and all those other aspects as they trust that he's going to make the right decisions on the floor. And that's a big part of camaraderie. Yep. Um, and right now I would imagine, and based on what we've heard in these press conferences, I don't think everyone on the team necessarily trusts that he's fully going to do that. And be, it is going to be a process for him to earn that trust back, but first he has to, you know, admit to it and, and, mm -hmm. you know, 
acknowledge the fact that trust was broken and acknowledge the fact that he has work to do. And to me, like that clip, especially, um, just makes it seem like he doesn't necessarily get it. And, and, you know, if you don't get it, how can you fix the situation? Um, yeah. so I, it's just, it's like I said, disappointing and concerning because to me, like he is such an intelligent player. He's such an intelligent person. Every time he speaks, you can tell that he's, you know, 10 steps ahead. Um, and typically, you know, he's very deep in a lot of the things he says in his press conferences that you're like, wow, I never even thought of that. So to me, it's like very surprising to hear this from Draymond Green specifically, because he is such a cerebral player and person. Um, so for him to not understand and have that awareness, um, it's, it's surprising and, and disappointing. And I don't know what's going to change. And maybe some of his teammates could talk to him or what, whatever else. But like, to me, it's just that if he lacks the self-awareness and isn't able to acknowledge that the trust needs to be regained, then how is he going to do it? Yeah. And again, there, there's a huge possibility that behind the scenes, everything's good. Like we don't know. And this is just, you know, he's just annoyed at the media. It's worth noting he kept the media waiting for two hours uh, before he talked to him. That might have been intentional. I mean, he is a media savant. Um, and I, Who knows? I mean, maybe he has issues with the way the media is reported on this. Um, yeah, I, I'll say this. Uh, if he does anything like this again, he's done. He has to be aware of that. Um, so maybe there's a bright side to all this, which is that he finally crossed such an egregious line that it's, you know, you're, you're on thin ice, buddy. Like, this is it. You know, if you mess up, you're out. Uh, but he also talked a lot about, um, his salary and his contract. Cause obviously yeah. that came a little bit because whether or not it was intentional, I mean, you know, we're all human beings, we're flawed, uh, subconsciously, maybe that was an issue of his, um, who knows? I mean, we don't even know for sure what was said, Spe speculation, and some reports actually um, have come out that said that Jordan Poole uh, referenced a triple single, and that's what triggered Draymond Green. I really hope that's not true because that's incredibly uh, petty, a petty response to uh, a crack like that. But he talked about his long-term uh, future with the team and the contract uh, and the extensions, and he made a lot of references to the fact that his contract is actually for two more years. Um, so take a listen and, and make of it what you will. This uh, incident has kind of sparked a, a wider conversation about your future with the Warriors. I mean, which was already, you know, kind of coming up, obviously, with the unsettled contract situation. What are you, what is your general view of, you know, your future here? And, and do you feel like this incident may have impacted that at all? Uh, my general view of the future here is I'm here this year trying to win a championship. Uh, I have a contract that ranges through next year. Um, if I so choose to pick up that option, and that is my view of how it'll be here. Um, you know, we all have a goal to win a championship, and, and that is that. As far as what I think of a contract or an extension, we started the season, uh, or starting the season, we started camping, and I spoke on that at the very beginning and said, I don't think we'll do an extension. Uh, quite frankly, that doesn't mean that I won't be back here. I just don't think we'll do an extension this year. And so I said that at the beginning of the camp, that's not something that I'm going to talk about all year. We got a championship to win. I'm not one to let conversations about uh, my future or what I'm going to do next year or what someone else is going to, I, I don't get off into that. I don't, um, I don't like to let contract drama linger 
especially when it's, you know, when it's, um, when it's involving me, you know, quite frankly, what other people do with their contracts or, you know, um, if you're going, if you're going to let a contract situation linger, then you better be damn sure that you're willing to handle all the effects of a contract lingering, um, that it can have on the team. And quite frankly, everybody don't do that. Uh, you know, we've seen LeBron James have contract situations. We've seen Steph Curry have contract situation, um, and they handle it, you know, and, and they handle it the way it's supposed to be handled. Can't say that for everyone. And so if you're going to let a contract situation linger, you better be ready to deal with what comes with that. You know, and, and, and he talked about the contract a lot more than just that clip in the press conference. But all I kept hearing, the impression I'm getting is that this clearly harmed his financial future, this incident. I mean, never mind the fact that the Warriors now have a very easy out that they didn't previously have. Um, you know, I, I don't think they're going to trade him, but there's no chance in hell they're giving him a max deal. There's no chance in hell he's getting a four-year extension after this year. Um, so there's a very strong possibility that $27 million uh, a player option for next year is the best option he has. And I feel like that's what I was hearing. What, what What's your impression of, of that clip and his contract situation? Yeah, I would be shocked if the Warriors offered a max extension after what this incident. I mean, there's no doubt that has to impact the team's decision-making moving forward. Um, now, I do want to say the way that he plays this season, I also think can have an impact um, on whether or not the Warriors um, opt to offer any type of extension at all and kind of how his future plays out with the organization. Like, if Draymond were to come out and play out of his mind this year and suddenly, you know, maybe then the narrative shifts a little bit, um, but if Draymond comes out and has an average year and coming on the tail of this incident, that's really uh, put a, a black mark on the preseason, um, then, you know, I, I don't think that he's going to get what he wants or even close to it. Um, I also is very curious and I'm curious what your thoughts are. Um, I saw that clip and it was tweeted out by Anthony Slater with The Athletic and people were very divided in some of the comments and what they were reading between the lines about Draymond Green saying that. A lot of people think that in regards to him saying that some players are affected by contract situations that he's referring to Jordan Poole and those no. rumors that were going around that Poole was acting differently um, during preseason, which have been ven vehemently denied by Steve Kerr and people in the organization. But those rumors were flying around. A lot of people are reading between the lines and thinks he's directing that at Jordan Poole. Um, the second thing that a lot of people are and reacting just to stop with. Kylan, just to stop you real quick, that wasn't necessarily a rumor either. I mean, uh, Chris Haynes, who is a reputable journalist, uh, tweeted that out like it was fact. Um, mm -hmm. So take that for what you will. I just started to interrupt you, but I just want to throw that in there because it isn't just really a rumor. I mean, Chris Haynes is either lying to us or the Warriors are lying to us, but so something's off there for sure. So I just wanted to, sorry. Well, that. that's what I call a rumor. Uh, a rumor is something that you hear that is hearsay. That is something that's passed along the line from person to person. And you don't know how much truth there is to it or not. So yes, Chris Haynes tweeted it out. Um, but again, I we don't know his source and, and where he's getting that information from. It's being passed along from person to person. So there can be skewing in the facts. It could be partially true. So to me, that's what a rumor is. And that's why I said that it was a rumor okay. because I don't know that it's fact. I don't know that it's untrue. Um, but, but it's I'm just saying like Chris, passed on by Chris word Haynes of mouth. But Chris Haynes is reputable. Like I, I, I wouldn't really, I don't, I don't find him synonymous with someone who's peddling rumors. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you might be right on a semantical level, but it's, 
if that's what he's doing, I mean, that's then he's his credibility is damaged, you know, and mm-hmm. I've never really seen him in that light. I don't know. I maybe you're right. I don't know. I don't he's, know. He's, I mean, yeah, he's absolutely been right about things. And I wouldn't I'm not saying he's not a credible journalist, but you also don't know who who his source is that he got the information sure. from, you know, and it could be a source that's been reliable in the past, but the source may not be someone who is directly involved. It could be the manager of a player of a player. You know, it's like you just don't know when people are identifying information that's coming from different sources exactly what the context was as it's getting passed from person to person. So I'm not saying Chris Haynes isn't reputable, um, but you also don't know where all these sources are coming from. And based on everything the Warriors have said, they're refuting it. So somewhere down the line, there's got to be some type of miscommunication. I mean, players across the board, Steve Kerr, Bob Myers, everyone has come out and really, really strongly, strongly deny that it's been impacted Jordan Poole at all. So I just, I don't want to call it fact um, because I just, I don't know how many, you know, how many degrees of separation there is between Chris Haynes tweeting out that information, what actually is going on in the practice gym. Um, So that's my reason for calling it, it what it is not to say that Chris Haynes isn't, isn't, reputable um everyone can make their own determination on that um but that's i think that information getting out there has affected the way that people are viewing what jordan or what draymond green is saying and trying to maybe connect some dots that are there may or may not be there um as far as what he's talking about is is some players letting it affect them some players Mm -hmm. letting it linger another narrative that i i saw a lot in regards to what fans are saying is you know, is this Draymond Green trying to send a message to the Warriors not to let his contract situation linger and, you know, that he's hoping they'll make a decision sooner than later or not to let things continue to um, drag out or, or to, you know, wait longer, um, basically, before ultimately coming to him and trying to have start having those conversations. Um, do you think that either of those two things uh, could be true as far as what he's saying? And if not, like, where do you think that I don't know. I just feel like what what would make him say specifically those things and the wording that he would say them. I did think it was interesting. I think I I until you said that I, I did not think of it that way. Um, a lot of like I, I said, thought, I really just got that from fan reactions. Like I yeah. hadn't thought of that either. But like once reading through the way people are phrasing it, then I started thinking. You know, I'll say this: if if that if that's true, Draymond is incredibly arrogant i you know and and it would that would answer a lot of things in this whole situation which is that draymond green's ego is out of control and is he's he has arrogance and that's what led to the punch that's what led but i'm hoping that's not the case i mean i i heard when i heard him say that i was interpreting it more as i don't want my contract uh situation to be a disturbance uh to the season uh to be a distraction um that because sometimes we've seen players in the past with their contract extensions make it an issue that does linger over the team um Mm -hmm. i i'm i'm hoping that's what what he was referring to there uh that's what i got out of it but um god man i mean if that if it's if it's if if, uh i mean if he's pointing to jordan pool and and that's the illusion i mean look there's also speculation that chris haynes's source was draymond green and so you know which would actually make a lot of sense right but then um if that's how Draymond feels, that sucks. That's an issue. That's yeah. a problem. I, I really hope that's not the case. And again, all indications are from reading the tea leaves, from just hearing a lot of different sources say saying this, is that Jordan Poole will get that contract extension um, by Monday, which is the deadline. Uh, uh, otherwise, because he is not an unrestricted free agent next year, the team cannot offer him the extension until the offseason. 
uh, when he becomes a restricted free agent at that point. Um, so I think the Warriors are trying to finalize this. Um, Tyler Hero's contract is likely the blueprint for what Jordan Poole is going to get, $120 million deal. And in all honesty, I think if he gets that deal um, and the Warriors come out on ring night, guns blazing, and they annihilate the Lakers, uh, a lot of this will start tempering down, right? I mean, would you agree with that? What do you think? Yeah, I think so. Um, however, I think it'll be interesting if Jordan does sign that math $120 million extension uh, come Monday, how that will impact the team in regards to their conversations about the luxury tax, because everything I've been reading and every way that you look at it, it seems like if someone were to leave, it would have, it would most likely be Jordan or Draymond if they are, do have to make some hard decisions as far as luxury tax and money savings. Of course, we hope that some of these penalties end up dissolving um, in case the league does make some changes to their policies about players that you drafted. So we're all hoping this may be a moot point, but if it's not, then, you know, and, it, and Jordan Poole does get that massive extension. I mean, is the writing on the wall that Draymond Green is, is going to be leaving the organization sooner than later? Um, because they are going to be in, the Warriors are going to be in a bind when it comes to that luxury tax really, really adding up. Um, and there's also the question of does um, Draymond Green want to stay a Warrior? And that's some speculation that's been out there a lot that maybe he would want to, you know, move on and try a different team or the players he wants to play with. I also think given where he's at in his career and he's won so many championships and he's had so much success with the Warriors that maybe he does want to change the scenery. Um, that would be understandable. And, and I know there are some players that you look at like Steph Curry that you hope are lifetime warriors, but like not everyone from this championship roster can be lifetime warriors. Right. Um, so it also would be, you know, to me, it would be understandable that if he was considering maybe going somewhere else, uh, just from his own perspective of, you know, maybe he wants to change the scenery, a different challenge, something, you know, in this kind of latter half or latter part of his career. Yeah, I just, yeah, it, it might be, might be, who knows? We'll, we'll find out. All I do know is I just hope this does not become a distraction for the season. Yeah. Um, and it'll be interesting to see. Like tonight is the last preseason game. Uh, the Warriors will have their full starting lineup. Their opening night lineup is going to be uh, playing tonight. Clay Thompson will likely play 15 to 18 minutes. Good to see him out there. But obviously the biggest focus is going to be Draymond Green. Um, do you think there is going to get booed? I mean, I've never seen this much negativity uh, directed toward Draymond from his own fan base. Um, how do you think that the Chase Center is going to react tonight? I mean, I'm going, I'll, I'll I'm curious, uh, but what do you think is going to happen? That's a great question. And I really have been wondering that as well. I, I mean, I've seen a lot of people just, especially after his press conference yesterday, tweeting fans, you know, I've been a lifelong Warriors fan. I've never disliked a Warriors player the way that I dislike Draymond Green. Um, yeah. So I agree with you. Like, I think just like, I don't want to say hate because not everyone hates him, but the hate, you know, in the hate that he's been getting, I, I you know, it's really unprecedented for this franchise, at least in, in recent years and in recent memory. Um, yeah. So yeah. I don't know, because I would like to think that Warriors fans wouldn't boo a player on their own team. Right. However, I just like feel like, I mean, of course, social media hasn't been always around. So maybe people hated players. It wasn't quite, um, you know, put out there and publicized the way it is now since we have Twitter. But like it has been pretty shocking to see the amount of fans who are who have come out there and just flat out. They're like, I can't stand Draymond Green. I want him off the team. I hate Draymond Green. Like I, I have been surprised. He's always been a polarizing figure, but Warriors fans have always had his back. And it seems like they're done with it. They've turned yeah. on him collectively 
very large majority of the group. There's still some who, who are saying, you know, yeah, we love him. We want him back. But I would say a majority are not. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know that I have a really strong prediction, but I will say that I've been a little bit surprised just to see, you know, how strongly people feel about this because a lot of fans really, really um, were affected by what happened and, and their and their opinions have totally turned. It seems like um, yeah. a lot of people's opinions have totally turned and diehard fans opinions have turned when it comes to Draymond Green. So it'll be interesting to see if he wins any of those people back. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm curious as well. Um, I want to, I want to finish the show uh, yesterday at Brian Murphy on love him. Uh, and the news broke while we were doing the show that um, Lester Quinones uh, and and much more importantly, in my opinion, Quindary Weatherspoon were waived. Um, the Weatherspoon spoon decision was particularly shocking to me. I thought not only that he was going to be a two-way player, but I thought he was going to potentially earn a guaranteed deal and and be on the roster come playoff time. Uh, Steve Kerr said the decision was um, related to need in terms of position, um, but he did not provide specifics. So I have no idea what he's alluding to in terms of what position is in need, like what they want to fill, um, you know, and the players that it leaves on the roster that could take that, those two a deals. Um, Pat Spencer is, is a name that keeps being mentioned. I actually like mm -hmm. this a lot in terms of what Me I've too. seen on the court so far. Um, and a couple other players as well include, uh, uh, is it Ty Jerome? Yeah. Who was recently added. Um, there is a Anthony Lamb, um, who I, I, I I, I have a mixed feelings about him. I mean, he actually can shoot the ball. He was two for three from beyond the arc in the last game. And he's a, he's a stocky six, six. Um, so he might actually get the deal. And then, a, then a wild card because uh, Kerr did mention that they might also peruse the, the waiver wires, um, you know, because players get released all the time. Kemba Walker was just released by the Detroit Pistons. Um, I don't know if that's someone that is a need for the Warriors. I don't know if they want another point guard, but, you know, who knows if he's completely washed. Um, your thoughts on just – oh, yeah, I guess Kemba Walker can't get a two-way deal. So, so never mind. Scratch right. that. Um, so it's going to be one of these players, uh, most likely. Uh, your thoughts on – is there anyone stick out to you as a favorite? Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, so Lester didn't surprise me as much as Quindary Weatherspoon surprised me. I mean, not only I did I think that he'd proven enough that he is a two-way caliber player, but an NBA roster caliber player. Um, and not just in what we saw in preseason. I actually just saw someone tweeted back at me saying, oh, well, I didn't think he looked good in preseason. But, like, also you have to look at his body of work with the Golden State Warriors. And I thought he had flashes and some nice showings last season. Um, I thought that Q, especially in light of GP2 leaving, was going to be a nice defensive um, addition or adding some Amen. defensive depth because he is a good on-ball defender. Um, and having him at the end of the bench would have been great. Um, and, and he has a big two-way potential. Um, so I was just really, really surprised. Also, like the Warriors have been treating him like a member of the team. He was a part of that championship team. Um, I just feel like they've really, you know, they've in included him and incorporated him. So I just, that really, really surprised me, even regardless of, of position needs or, or whatever else. And I don't think I like Pat Spencer. Like I would have liked to see, or wouldn't have been surprised to see maybe Pat Spencer and Quindary Weatherspoon, but I don't feel like lamb or any of these other guys have really outplayed Quindary Weatherspoon like so much. So where they've, you know, hopped and skipped two or three past him after, like I said, you look at um, Weatherspoon's body of work, um, throughout all of last season, he played great in the G League. He played great with Santa Cruz. Like I said, I thought he had some flashes with the Warriors. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It was just very surprising to me. Um, 
I think he deserves the, a 15th roster spot. I, I mean, he could, even though he was waived, potentially be signed, right? I mean, I guess it would be an option. No. Um, I, everything I've read is that it's it, it's if they were going to keep him, they wouldn't have gone this route. They wouldn't have gone this route. Yeah. Gone. I mean, so I hope he makes yeah. a roster somewhere else. I, I really hope he does. I think that he's a quality player. Um, I like Pat Spencer. I think that he deserves a two-way spot, but of the others beside him, I don't know. Is there anyone else out there? I mean, Right now, has not, scores, I don't feel too, I just don't feel strongly about it. Same, you know, and again, in Bob, we trust that's, you know, the, the adage we got to roll with just because, I mean, look at his resume, you know, but, uh, but Ty yeah. Jerome does not, has not impressed that much so far. Um, you know, Anthony Lamb is intriguing <clears throat> because again, he he's six, six, but he also weighs like two forty, So he's a big boy that you cannot push around. Um, you know, and like I said, he's, he's a decent outside shooter. So he's a big, that spaces the floor offensively. And maybe that's the need. Maybe that's what they were looking for. They just want an extra bruiser yeah. on the team. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen there. I'm, I'm very curious, no doubt. Um, any last thoughts before we call it a wrap? I do want to promote. Trust. Yeah. I like sorry, sorry. that phrase. The Warriors front office, uh, hasn't steered dub nation wrong <laughs> the last several exactly. years. So, you know, I'm sure they have a plan and they have something in mind, but, uh, it's keeping us all on our toes. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm going to do uh this Sunday, uh, Kylan, if your schedule opens up, you're, you're welcome to join me, but I know, uh, your hubby's got his dirty 30 birthday this weekend. So hope you folks yeah. have fun with that uh charlie walters right is that his last name mm -hmm. it's a slow day for me today i apologize um yeah K kpix sports anchor it's his 30th birthday happy birthday happy birthday charlie sometimes you see him behind the scenes on the youtube video yeah. uh just <laughs> lounging on the couch uh <laughs> that was just one show uh but uh but regardless um this sunday uh at 1 p.m pacific time um casey stern is going to join me um and i, I want to get one or two other individuals we're going to do even though it's locked on warriors we're going to do an NBA preview show. We're going to cover the whole league, all 30 teams. And we're going to call it NBA one through five, where uh, Casey, myself, uh, maybe Kevin Dana, maybe Larry Kruger. I don't know who else yet is, is committing. Um, but we're going to go around and predict who's going to go one through five in each division. Uh, and then predict who's going to win the whole thing. Uh, spoiler alert, the Warriors are going to win the world championship. Um, but we'll, we'll also tell you folks who's going to win awards and you know all that good stuff and just basically just talk a lot of smack for about an hour or two on this program uh, about teams. Uh, ben Simmons will be a target. Kyrie Irving, who Casey Stern loathes, will be a huge target. Uh, so it's gonna, It should be fun. Um, anything you want to say before we wrap things up? Uh, weekend's here. Yay. Yay, weekend. Um, sounds like a fun show. You guys enjoy Sunday. I will be brunching hard for my husband's 30th, so I will be rejoining you on Monday. Can't wait to recap uh, what your guys' predictions were, and we'll see You know what happens in this game tonight. Super exciting, and then the season's around the corner, so let's go. It's crazy. NBA basketball's back, baby. Thanks, Kylan, as always. And again, you can follow Kylan Mills on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Kylan Mills. You can follow me on Twitter at Dogs Surf Roadshow and this program on Twitter at Locked on Dubs. And are we good? Are we done? <laughs>